Hello, and welcome back to Q-Tips. We are the Video Store Junkies, and we are back once again to bring you some super awesome things to watch this weekend on streaming. And we're just going to jump right into it, and I'll kick this to Paul. Why, thank you, Renee. Yeah, speaking of super awesome things, how about super tiny things? Things that are so tiny you can't even see there. See them. Maybe things that may or may not even be there. I'm talking about Bug from 2006. This is by writer Tracy Letts, based on his stage play and directed by William Friedkin. Um, it is currently playing on HBO Max and DirecTV. It stars uh, Ashley Judd as a, a young single mom, though her son has disappeared a couple years ago, I think. And her ex-husband, who's abusive, has just gotten out of prison. He's played by Harry Connick Jr. He's got a smaller role in it. But she basically hooks up with Michael Shannon, who is a... Um, I guess he's he's military or ex-military. It's kind of a little open. And uh, he kind of tells her about uh, these bugs that the military implanted in him. And we're not talking about the little electronic bugs that listen. We're talking about little tiny bugs so small that you like insect bugs, perhaps. Maybe. Are they there? I don't know. Can you see them? Maybe. Perhaps. I don't know. Um <laughs> Most of it actually takes, since it's based on a stage play, most of it takes place in a motel room. Um, but it's done really well. It's 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 really a, f and I wouldn't say fun, because it's certainly not fun, a, a exercise in paranoia and uh, conspiracies. And um, it's really about two really damaged people and um, probably not the healthiest of relationships. In fact, it actually had a, an F cinema score when it came out. So you can have a feeling it might not have the happiest of endings, but it's really well done. It's a really interesting, um, effective, uh, disturbing portrait of two damaged individuals that may or may not have little tiny bugs that are implanted in them. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. I guess you have to watch to find out. So speaking of paranoia and having bugs implanted under your skin, I'll pass this to Zach. Well, thanks, Paul. And uh, just because I'm paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get me. I'm just kidding. They're not out to get me. I'm probably not worth bugging. I will say just uh, to just one note on that. Don't sell yourself short. You're definitely <laughs> Oh, you know, I mean, I, I guess I can dream. I guess I, I can have aspirations. Uh, probably one of the worst marketed films in the history of films. Uh, <laughs> yeah, one of the, yeah. <laughs> one of the reasons why I think it got the F cinema score, uh, it was basically marketed as a horror film and it is definitely not a horror film. So yeah, yeah there's, there's, there's horrific aspects of it, I guess, but it's not, <laughs> yes. it's not, not at all what they, what they sold it as that, that is for certain. Yeah, so uh, I, but I will second that. It's actually been a long time, so maybe, uh, maybe I'll go back and check that out this weekend because uh, it's been a, it's been a while since I watched that movie. But it's one of those movies that kind of stuck with me. Uh, when, when was it released? Did you say 2008? two thousand eight? Two thousand six. And it, and two thousand six. Um, there you Michael go. Michael Shannon, who wasn't as big a name back then, he had done a bunch of stuff, but he wasn't really a household name. He had, he had played the part on stage, and so they really fought to have him. That, you know, the studio wanted somebody with a bigger name, and they fought to keep him in the in the film because they perf they liked his performance. So, yeah, it's good stuff. I uh, definitely recommend it. However, like you mentioned, it's not the most upbeat stuff. So maybe my first recommendation can be a, a bit of a chaser to bug. 
Because my first recommendation, you know, everyone's talking about the multiverse these days. You've got everything, everywhere, all at once. Huge indie film. You've got uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Huge, big-budget Hollywood film. You've got multiple Spider-Men running around all over the place. But you know what? I think I've had enough of the multiverse. Instead, I want to introduce you to the Miyagi-verse. Now... If I say that name, you probably, even if you haven't seen the movie, you probably immediately know what I'm talking about. And my recommendation, though, is something that uh, you may not expect because it's actually a TV show, which if you're not aware, uh, a couple of years ago, YouTube and now Netflix uh, had a continuation of the Karate Kid story in the form of Cobra Kai. This is a, a series that picks up kind of where the original films left off. And by that, it means they brought back all, all of the original actors. Like, it's freaking amazing. Not only do they have Ralph Macchio reprising his role as Daniel LaRusso, uh, you also got William Zabka reprising his role as Johnny Lawrence. And if you've seen those films or if you know anything about those films, uh, even if the name's not familiar, uh, Johnny Lawrence is the guy that gets crane kicked in the face at the end of Karate Kid Part 1. So uh, basically, he's uh, he's he's he hasn't let go of that moment in the uh, uh, I don't know thirty five years, and uh, he's kind of a washed up old dude. And uh, let's just say he he decides to kind of relive some of his former glory and restart the Cobra Kai dojo. And uh, Ralph Macchio gets wind of it, and uh, or I should say Daniel Larusso gets wind of it. <laughs> uh, Daniel Danielson, and uh, let's just say. He, uh, he has other plans. So, I, you know, I, you might be saying, some people, especially younger people, might be saying, you know, I've heard of Karate Kid, never seen Karate Kid, never seen any of the Karate Kid quadrilogy. Here's the thing, though. Neither had I. I started watching this show last week, okay, just on a whim. I uh, got through season one on Friday night, and since then I've watched all four seasons that are currently playing on Netflix. So... I cannot over-recommend this, this show. It's basically a soap opera with karate and washed-up old dudes who still got some moves. And uh, it's amazing. I, I don't know why this show is so good, but it is addicting. And it's a great time to pick it up now because, well, uh, season five is coming out next month. So catch up now wow. and uh, you'll be all ready to binge the new seasons coming up. So uh, I was hoping that I would go first so that I could say, speaking of old dudes who still got some moves, but I can't <laughs> use that, uh, that transition now. So let's just say, uh, speaking of uh, people who kick ass, Renee, you, do you want to give us your first recommendation? Oh, that's so nice. Now, next time, uh, you better just tell me in advance because I would definitely call on you first for a zinger. So. Hey. <laughs> well, look, I'm, I'm not going to say anything, Renee. I've actually, I haven't said anything. But uh, since you took over main hosting duties, you have literally always thrown it to Paul. And I've just been waiting to see when you break that. <laughs> That's I fine. I have not. Have I? You have. Go back oh, and listen. It, and it throws me off because I used, I used to always go last. Oh. <laughs> now I feel bad. I'm so sorry. Next week I'm thrown to Zach. See, now I wonder if it's because I mentally think to myself, I don't know why I always feel like I throw it to other people. Because I knew last week I threw it to you. Because I thought I hadn't thrown it to you in a long time. But it's this week, fine. I threw it to you. No, I have to explain myself. This week, I threw it to you because Zach is tired. And I wanted to give him a few more minutes. <laughs> no, okay. Tired. But, but 
All right. I actually, so, but... <laughs> the reason the reason I'm tired, I gotta say, the reason I'm tired, and don't edit this out because this is very important. The reason I'm tired is because I stayed up late last night finishing season four of Cobra Kai. I'm not kidding. That's not a joke. I've been watching Cobra Kai all weekend. So, oh my god, there you go. Oh wow, <laughs> I, I need to get back to it. I watched the first season, really liked it, and then for some reason I, I didn't continue on. So, because I'm a slacker, so I need to. Is it because it uh, brought up memories of being bullied by karate kids in high school? Uh. No. <laughs> so, so what you're saying Sorry. is you, you've repressed those memories. Yeah. No, no. Yes. No. Wait, I don't know. Hey, Renee, the, what, what, when leg. people are done watching Cobra Kai, what should they be watching? What else should they be watching this weekend? Well, you know, I've got something a little different for you. I'm bringing you a little science fiction with a twist of drama. This movie is about finding love and finding faith. And this movie... Is contact, and you can watch it. <laughs> you can watch it on Tubi. Oh my gosh, this movie uh, stars. Oh my gosh, there's so many people in this movie. I kind of forgot how many people were in this movie. It has Jodie Foster, Matthew McConaughey, James Woods playing himself, John Hurt, Tom Skerritt, Angela Bassett. Just a lot of people. So Jodie Foster is a radio astronomer, and she has just been, ever since she was a little kid, has been trying to contact the aliens. And it's sort of like that SETI project. I don't know if you're familiar with that. So people would get these noises that come in, and they would filter them, kind of run these through these processes, and just basically try to find some noise or frequency or something that came from somewhere that I guess they couldn't discern. Yeah. So she's been doing this. She finally got a signal, and it's basically the journey that she takes. Um, just her, her scientific journey, her spiritual journey, uh, her emotional and mental journey. Uh, yeah, so this movie is Contact, and you can watch it on Tubi. And I'm going to switch it up and pass it over to Zach. Woo! Is that even legal? Uh, yeah, we can do it. We can do. We can do whatever okay. we want. Well, that's good. That's good because uh, I have I have a kind of a very tenuous transition here. Yes. Uh, did, did you? Sorry. Did you say? Did you mention? You mentioned. Yeah, you mentioned James Woods in uh, in Contact. Uh, you know what himself. else? You know what other movie James Woods was in? Uh, it's a little movie called. Oh shit. John, no, uh, I, don't, I haven't seen that, but he, I don't know. I don't know if he was <laughs> in that. I but... forgot one of the most important parts of Contact. Uh oh. Yes. It says Jake Busey. Yeah, I was, <laughs> I was kind of surprised you yeah. didn't mention Jake Busey. Oh, and it all comes back to Gary Busey. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, you know what other uh, other movie James Woods was in? Uh, a little movie. No. A little movie that? called John Carpenter's Vampires in 1998. And uh, you know who played the lead vampire in John Carpenter's Vampire? Vampires, I should say. Uh, actor by the name of Thomas Ian Griffith. Now, that's uh, coincidental because you know what else Thomas Ian Griffith was in? Yes, that's right, folks. He was the main villain in The Karate Kid Part 3. <laughs> and I was I was going to... I was actually, for my second recommendation, I was going to recommend all of The Karate Kid movies. Because I'm not kidding. I, I said you don't have to watch these movies to enjoy the show, and you don't. 
But I enjoyed the first season so much of Cobra Kai. I went back and watched all four movies before I watched the second season. That's oh right. I, in the past week, I've watched four seasons of Cobra Kai and four Karate Kid movies. Oh my god! And I, it's it's great though because they are really bringing back the, like some of the random ass characters. They they I mean they, not just the characters, but they're bringing back like these the actors that played them thirty five years later. It's amazing. And uh, let's just say you know they're not all great movies. But uh, they're 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 almost worth watching just because I love Cobra Kai so much. If you love it as much as I do, it adds to the uh, the flavor of of that show and kind of understanding the history. So uh, unfortunately, I can't really recommend these movies because I don't think they're actually streaming anywhere. The only one that I could find streaming anywhere <laughs> is the, the next Karate Kid, aka Karate Kid Part Four, aka the one Karate Kid without Ralph Macchio, which is apparently streaming on Netflix. So I guess you could go watch that, but Hilary Swank has not showed up on Cobra Kai as of yet. Uh, here's hoping. Um, so I don't know. Go go find those movies somewhere. Uh, you know, go to a friend's house, stumble upon them somewhere in the dark depths of the internet. I don't know. I'm just gonna say you, you're just you. It's so good. It's so good that like how they tie these in. Like let's just let me just put it this way, okay? This the, Cobra Kai is what. Disney wishes they could do with the Star Wars TV shows. I'm not kidding. Oh. Like, like you go back and you and and just some of the callbacks and some of the uh, just just the the drama of uh, and and some of the baggage that some of these characters carry with them and some of the characters that they bring back. It's it's just it's just incredible. Again, this is a very goofy show. Somehow, it's very very powerful. Okay, but I'm going to stop talking about Cobra Kai for a minute and Karate Kid. Go watch those movies. So uh, instead, I guess I'm going to do a replacement second recommendation. My actual recommendation is going to be a bit of another legacy sequel. It doesn't actually have any of the actors from uh, the original film. But I don't know if you guys have watched this yet, but uh, there is a new Predator film out on Hulu uh, just this past weekend. It is called Prey, appropriately enough. And uh, let's just say they, they go back. It's a prequel of sorts. Uh, they go back before the original Predator. They go back, uh, I guess, a little over uh, like 250 years back because we are back on the Great Plains in the 18th century and the Predator is uh, stalking the lands and he is faced down by a group of uh, uh, members of the Comanche tribe and a bunch of French trappers and... Uh, he gets it's it's a pretty violent film. It's amazing because there aren't any you know high tech guns or anything, uh, but they still find a way to make the action pretty violent. But yeah, it's it's uh it's I was very surprised. I was not expecting it to be great. I was not sold on the premise, but it is like with all due respect to uh, Jake BC vehicle or excuse me Jake BC Gary BC vehicle Predator Two. I think Prey is actually the best Predator. Uh, sequel slash prequel out of all of them now. So uh, that is so. Yeah, my second recommendation: Prey. It's on Hulu. I loved it. I thought it was a really well-made film, but it's also a very intense film. And uh, speaking of not not having seen uh, previous, uh, you know, uh, prior art, so to speak, uh, watched it with my girlfriend, who said, you know, what's a predator? Uh, but even she enjoyed it. She had no context for what was going on, but she thought it was fun. So uh, I guess that's the stamp of. Uh, stamp of a quality film and a uh, a spectrum of people can enjoy it and uh speaking speaking of uh 
uh, of classics that are coming back in style. Paul, what's your uh, your second pick for this weekend? I thought you were going to say, speaking of being on the spectrum. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, my, boy. My, my original theme, you know, I said it was, it was little things that are so tiny. Well, imagine being so tiny, being shrunk down, as it were. So tiny, someone couldn't see you could be injected into a body. Yes, we're talking Fantastic Voyage from 1966 on currently playing on HBO Max and DirecTV. It's directed by Richard Fleischer, and it stars Stephen Boyd, Raquel Welch, Edmund O'Brien, Donald Pleasance, Arthur O'Connell, Arthur Kennedy. Um, and basically, it, this is the classic film where they can shrink people, and they shrink them down and inject them into a scientist who he's he's got the... So they've got the technology to shrink people down, but they can only keep them shrunk for an hour. And this scientist has the 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 secret to keeping it turn longer but the other side the russians it's 1966 come on uh managed to kind of semi take him out so they have to the only way they can fix the damage in his brain is by shrinking down microscopic size and and putting him in a sub called the proteus and going into his body and exploring his body and going to the brain and fixing it the science is terrible uh isaac asimov had to write the um the novelization and i think it just hurt him so years later i think it was like the 1980s he wrote a a novelization he called fantastic voyage 2 uh which was basically the same story but he he put better science in it uh as it were but it's super fun it's the this facts the facts you know it's 1966 some of them don't hold up some of them are still pretty amazing because they have these just massive amazing sets inside the body and it's it's just really fun it's real um, there's some tension going on because see Stephen Boyd is even though he's a you know Navy frogman that's why they brought him on board he's also you know like an intelligence agent and he's there because they suspect that there may be an assassin on the team um, and so he's got to he's got to kind of keep an eye on make sure some the the scientist isn't assassinated from the inside um, just really fun stuff great adventure um, a neat neat um visuals you kind of have to turn your brain off you're like well wait if they don't get certain things out in time wouldn't those just expand and then just explode out of this guy's body Eh, i don't think about that but it's Ah. great um there are also two two actors in there that you wouldn't even recognize i didn't know they were in it for years till i saw it on imdb uh there's a very young james brolin as a technician uh, that i think i think i saw like i was like i guess that was him and then one of the doctors who has a mask on so you wouldn't know anyway, is James Doohan right before he starts his stint as Scotty on Star Trek. So, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Fun movie. Fantastic Voyage, 1966. HBO Max Direct TV. And uh, I think, are we all? No, no. Goes, this goes back to speaking of, speaking of being fantastic. See, it threw me off because of the order. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of being fantastic, I will pass this to Renee. Thanks. This episode's working out great for me. Um, (laughs) So I know that you guys were probably pretty disappointed that I didn't have a horror movie or a shark movie to recommend for you with the last recommendation. Well, good news, because I have one now. This movie is... (laughs) Exactly. Uh, This movie is called Blood Bite. You might also have to find it under the name Horror Shark. Uh, it is available on Tubi, and it has some English dubs. The dubs are quite entertaining. <laughs> um, 
it's so this movie is about a great white well, but scientists that inject a great white shark with this drug. It's like a, it's, it basically mutates this shark into a bloodthirsty monster, and <laughs> it's almost you know it's like um, a hint of deep blue sea because it gets smarter too. It's just it's just a whole lot of stuff that you really shouldn't be messing around with sharks it's it's a lesson you should learn anyway this movie is ridiculous it's a lot of fun and if you just want to have like a laugh and watch a goofy fun shark movie i would recommend it again this movie is called blood bite also known as horror shark and it's available on tubi and and i'll second that i'll second that recommendation woohoo I think even my nephews somewhat enjoyed it, or at least they pretended to for our sake. So, hey, how about that? Uh, anyway, so I think that's all we have. Uh, does anyone have a song to sing us out with? Zach, I don't want to step on you this time. Do you have a song? No, it's fine. I'll spare you. Oh, okay. Renee, do you? No. Well, <clears throat> I just so happen to have a song. Uh, my last film was Fantastic Voyage, so that's right. I'm doing Fantastic Voyage by Lakeside from 1981. <clears throat> Here we go. Come along and ride on a fantastic voyage. I'm the captain of this vessel. We want to take you on a weekend of August 10th, Paul recommended Bug on HBO Max and Fantastic Voyage, available on HBO Max, MaxGo, and DirecTV. Zachary recommended Cobra Kai, available on Netflix, and Prey, available on Hulu. I recommended Contact, available on Tubi, and Bloodbite, aka Horror Shark, also available on Tubi. 